Okay, but what are like the practical results of storytelling? It's episode 71 of No Boring Stories. Let's get into it. Welcome to the No Boring Stories podcast. You know that you can use storytelling to captivate your audience, clarify your message, and grow your business and impact like never before. That's why I'm here. Each episode bringing you transformative stories, expert storytellers, and my signature storytelling tools, all to help you tell a better story. Because there's no such thing as boring stories. I'm your host, Alex Street, and once I was in a wedding party and I was introduced at the reception as Axel Street, and I almost legally changed my name to that because it was so dang cool. Look, today we are going to talk not just about the stories, like, you know, telling a good story, but what do you practically get from a story? What is the practicality of a story? This is for all you logical brain friends of mine who are really looking beyond the abstract, beyond the story, the 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 mysticism of it and the the emotional connection and changes that it can make. I get you. I hear you. And so I want to take a whole episode here and just talk specifically about really what's practically possible through storytelling. About, ooh, geez, 15 years ago when I was working as a youth pastor, I was part of a team that was producing a summer camp program. And uh, we were sitting down looking at the, the the structure of all the days. It's a five-day program. Each day is focused on a different theme, you know, uh, love and kindness and, and friendship and something throughout. And we were pretty deep into the process of, of what all those themes are and finalizing that and, and starting to put people into roles that were going to specifically move that or like talk about that and, and you know, who's going to be on stage, who's going to be in on snack duty. We were like getting into all of that stuff. If you've helped run a summer camp, you, you know what I'm talking about here and the, the, the craziness that's all part of that. And I had the audacity to, to kind of say time out. Um, what's... What's the story of the week? And and the table just all kind of turned and, and looked at me and we're like, what do you mean? What's the story? I said, well, what's what's the movement? And it was one of those moments early on where I started to use the story arc without even realizing that I was using the story arc. And I, I got up to the whiteboard and I drew this rainbow. And then I put those five days on there following up and then down the rainbow and I said, it seems like there's this like movement, like they start here and then and then Wednesday's like really exciting, like near the top and, and Thursday's almost this like peak and, and then Friday's this kind of come down and let's celebrate together. Is, is that right? And they're like, well, yeah, I guess that that makes sense. That's it. I was like, great. So how are they changing throughout? I'm like, well, well, they're they're becoming better friends and they're they're going to love more. I was like, great. But how are they changing from Monday to Friday? That they walk away saying, because of this camp, I now am, or I now feel this. It started a longer conversation. It started a bigger conversation that brought theming to it, that brought energy to it, that brought this awareness, this unity to all of the camp and all of the camp workers, counselors, directors, everybody that was involved to see that we know where we're moving this program throughout. 
and then the years to follow then really focused on story where like when I was pitching it <laughs> I like got up for the first team meeting I was dressed in like this this outfit as a king and I brought out this whole book and like really went into story and character around it but it all had to do with practically what's the story what's the movement what are the chapters and who are we focusing on See, because the problem is when people hear story, and you might be one of these, when you hear story being talked about so much right now, whether it's around business or marketing or really around any subject, parenting, anything that isn't specifically classic storytelling as we know it, bringing storytelling into all these other uh, avenues and, and, and uh, arenas, that you might resist it. Or you might get tired of it, or you might give it a shot, but then get frustrated by it because it sits in the abstract, doesn't it? It, it kind of feels like it's not where it belongs. Stories are meant for books and movie theaters and stages, and we're trying to bring it in here. It, it's, it's hard to shoehorn into the business world is what it can feel like. It feels like storytelling is about tall tales. Telling a story is about telling the moments of my life. That's all that it is. And so I'm going to learn storytelling. Well, then I'm going to learn telling the story of my life. But how does that connect to my business? How does that connect to this work? It just doesn't add up for you. Maybe you're like this. I, I, I get it. Maybe you're there. Maybe you think that storytelling is saved for storytellers. And if you're not good at it, then it's because you're not a good storyteller. That is, you're not a good performer. You don't have the skills necessary, which sure, you can go out and learn. But it's actually the separation between the logical, the structured, and the abstract for you, the, the practical and the pretend, let's say. And so what I want to do today is help you move storytelling in your mind from merely being pretending to being something very practical. Because it doesn't have to be this way. It doesn't have to stay in this place of pretending, of make-believe, of magic and mysticism. It's a very practical tool that you can use. And I'm going to prove it to you here in three ideas, three main steps that will help you move storytelling from pretending to practical and be one of the most important things that you implement in your projects, in your leadership, in your business, in your marketing, yes, in your parenting, in your life. When you start to see it through a lens of storytelling, it shifts everything. It helps you value everything, and it brings it all into a much deeper meaning and purpose. Here's the three steps. Here's the three ideas that you can implement to move storytelling in your brain from pretend to practical. And uh, number one is that it's actually, storytelling is actually about movement. You know, last episode, two episodes ago, I, I talked all about the transformation. This is the same thing. Story is not just about a princess and a prince. It's about the movement. It's about how they've changed. This is what a story is. If there's no transformation, there's simply no story. So when you hear the word story or storytelling and you automatically go to, you know, tall tales and wizards and storytellers, I want you to start seeing instead when I say story, I'm saying movement. 
I'm saying transformation. What's the story there really means what's the movement? What's the transformation? How are we changing? How are you changing? How did you change? How are we helping people change? That's what story is. So you want the practical element of story. First and foremost, it's about movement. Every commercial should be telling a story, showing how your product will help me change. Every good website will tell a story. Every good podcast, of course, every Instagram post should tell a story of change, of movement. Otherwise, man, it is boring. And it's boring because there's no story to it. Even a textbook can tell a good story, which is what we'll get to next, because you see how it's shifting. You see how I'm growing and changing. You have to start at chapter one before you get to chapter 10. This is a movement. So look at your, your story, look at your product, look at what you've got, and ask yourself, is there movement? If there is, then there's story. The more clear you are on the movement, the more clear your consumer will be on what how they're going to change through your product, the more likely they're going to buy. That's the story that is happening there. Okay, hammering on that enough. All right, let's move to, cha- uh, to, to, well, to chapter two, to point two here, which is about the chapters. Story is about chapters. There's chapters in your life. People say there's seasons in my life. You talk about life as like, yeah, I did that for five years, and then I was in here for five years. Those are different chapters. Those are different parts of your life. But it's not just chapters. I don't want you to see this as, again, it's just like, oh, yeah, okay, great. There were seasons in my life. That's pretty abstract. What does that have to do with anything? I want you to instead look at this as steps, like I just said with textbooks. It's labeled chapter one, chapter two, chapter three, chapter. You you look at this and you see the movement from learning addition to then getting to division by the end of the math textbook because you grew along the way. You moved. That's the story in it. So when you think about your product or what you're doing for people, how you're moving them along, what are the steps that they need to take? That's the story in it. When I talk about this summer camp, right, there was, sure, there was all these disconnected days and themes, but what if we saw that as steps? Well, they need this so that then they can be a better friend, so that then they can go out and shape the world. That's Those are the chapters. Those aren't just disconnected themes that we think are good for all kids to know. That's actually a movement. Like Those are steps that they need to walk through. That's the story. So see it in parts. This is why I talk about the story arc so much, in parts, because when you have parts, then you can break it down. You know where you're at in your mind. You know where you are, where you were, and where you're going. It makes it all clearer. So look at your life today as part of a story, and this is the chapter you're in. You don't actually know what the next chapter is. You have your best idea of what the last chapter was, but all that you have right now is right now, and it's part of a building story. And maybe you can help others see that as well. But when you're talking about what you're doing and how you're building or telling a story, tell it in chapters, tell it in steps, and guess what? You're telling a better story. Okay, and finally, point three, if point one is it's about movement, point two is about it's chapters, stories are about chapters, well, part three, the most beautiful part of all, stories are always about a character. If you're telling a good story, you have a good character focus. That's what's going on here. So 
when we're thinking story, again, don't go abstract, don't go ethereal, don't go space age and out there beyond the reality. I want you to go as very real as possible to the person in front of you. See them as the main character because they see themselves as the main character and consider what they would need or how they're growing or where where they're um, lost and how you can support them. How can you be their guide? If they're the main character, how can you step in as a Yoda and be their guide? That's how practical storytelling works. As you see that this person is going through their own journey and they need different characters to interact with along the way, guess what? You get to be one of those. So when you hear story, I want you to hear instead. If that gets you caught up, I want you to instead hear Even if character is too abstract for you, simply hear this. It's about people. Storytelling is about people. So look at the people in front of you. Listen to them and work with them. See how you can support them. That's how you tell a better story. When you do this, when you focus on story, not as this abstract, again, ethereal kind of conceptual thing, but you see it as this very practical, structured, solid, concrete element, tool that we have, I'm telling you, you're going to start seeing story all over the place. You're going to see it in weird places that you never thought you would see it. You're going to start talking in story language a lot more than you do right now because it feels like it's more real than ever. You're going to start captivating people with your content even more because you are talking in movement and steps and character development rather than just product-based conversations. And most of all, you're going to have more clarity around what you do because stories bring clarity. Stories bring clarity to our purpose, to our our. Uh, where we are right now and, and us as characters developing and our society right now. When you focus on story in a practical way, I'm not afraid of that. I think it elevates the whole thing. So go ahead, lean into that. Focus on not just storytelling as a, as a, a way to pretend, but a way to get really practical about what you're doing, why it matters, and the difference that it's making in every person's life today. I'm so glad to be on this journey with you. I hope that you found value in this and that you will now be able to see storytelling and use storytelling in an even greater way. If this has helped you in some way, then please interact with me on uh, on Instagram. Find me at Street Says. Let me know that this episode was good. And most of all, share this episode with others so that they can experience the same kind of transformation that you have. This has been No Boring Stories. I am Alex Street, and we are just getting started. 